listening to the Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. I'm an artist, art educator, and creative coach. I'm here to share my journey and experience with you. I also interview other artists and creatives and share their words of wisdom. I believe we were all born to create. It just takes a little bit of practice, patience, and persistence to get to where you want to be. So please stay tuned for a magical episode. Hello there, my creative spirit. Thank you for being here with me today. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. Uh, I'm really excited about today's interview with my guest, Irma Wilson. She is an incredible healer and a wonderful friend of mine. We've known each other for quite a while. I saw her go through breast cancer and um, become the healer that she is today. I've watched her journey and just listening to her talk about all her experiences and the classes she has taken has been so fascinating. She introduced me to Reiki. I had no idea what it was uh, before meeting her and she opened up a whole new world for me. And I'm here to give you some nuggets of wisdom from her. And I really hope you enjoy this episode and um, I'll let you know a little bit about Irma. She is into golden light energy healing and she uses that to produce incredible outcomes for her clients. After many years of study, she went to work at Children's Hospital in Los Angeles as a medical interpreter, helping families understand the illness of their children and getting them through the stressful healing process. She continues to study and master numerous healing modalities such as pranic healing, energy alchemy, Reiki, and quantum touch. And really, I brought her on so she could help you creatives out there and to open up any creative blocks you may have through the work of energy work. And I really hope you like this episode and you gain a lot from it. Please don't forget to leave a review. It really helps me out and it would mean the world to me. Hi, Irma. Thank you for being on my podcast. Hi, Cheryl. So happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited. So we met through our sons Mm -hmm. in kindergarten, and we've had quite a journey together. Yes. I saw you go through breast cancer Mm -hmm. and I remember painting portraits of you without your hair Mm -hmm. and then with your hair. And then um, I had an exhibit at my home Mm -hmm. uh, to honor you and Mm -hmm. everything you went through Mm -hmm. and going through remission. And it was so exciting to see um, you gain your strength back Mm -hmm. and your light and then you became a healer. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, um, I've always been interested in energy healing since I was very young. I 
could sense people's energy and I didn't know what it was. I couldn't deal with it. You know, at that time they told me I, I had an anxiety issue, but it makes more sense now that I got older and I say, wow, I was feeling a lot of people's emotions, thoughts. And as a young age, so I was driven to learn about healing and energy work. It was more like a pastime, you know, reading a lot of books, getting myself informed. And I come from Peru. So, you know, a lot of people, Peruvian people are into holistic, different type of healings. So I started taking classes here and there, not very deep into 100%. But when I moved to the United States, I met this lady from Peru too. And she was taking more classes at a professional level. And I started taking classes with her and it really sparked my interest to wanted to do it more as a profession. Okay. So of course there is a journey, you have to work, you're taking classes and learning because there is so much, as you know, we never finish learning about energy work. And that's how I started taking different classes. And I started taking Reiki Master. I took Prani Healing, Quantum Healing. I took a coaching class and I'm still always learning and taking different classes. And yeah, that's, that's my journey and my experience going through the breast cancer. It made me realize how powerful energy work plays such a big role in recovering from different uh, type of illnesses. I remember after I got my three cycles of chemo, I have radiations and the doctor were telling me, you are depressed. You need to take medication for depression. I said, no, I just feel fatigue. I need something different. Of course, doing energy work on yourself when you're so depleted is very challenging. So as you know, I went to my, our dear friend um, from Brazil, Andrea. So I was getting my own healing through her. And every time that I went there, I felt like a new person, like somebody really recharged me with energy. And that's what I have so much confidence in energy work. Um, by all means, I'm not against, against Western medicine. I totally believe, but I believe also, we supplement uh, our energy with other modalities that not necessarily involve uh, medicines, you know. So that's that's my journey in the healing world. So right now, as you know, I'm working full-time doing energy work. And even though people know it on my website as Reiki, I do more than that. I created my own modality based on all the classes uh, that I took, um, channel different symbols that I used during my session. And... I'm very lucky. I work doing what I love. Okay. Yeah. So every morning I wake up excited. Who's going to come? Who am I going to meet? What challenges do they have? How am I going to be able to help them? So it's been quite a journey. As you know, we, we also have been taking different classes and we assisted to different energy workshops. So I'm, I'm very lucky. I have to tell you, I'm very, very fortunate to, to, to do what I do. Yeah, and that's what this podcast is all about, following your bliss mm -hmm. and your passion mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, whatever creativity you could bring into your work. It's beautiful. Uh, so talking about creativity, which chakra is related to creativity and why do some people feel stuck? How can it be made to be more open okay so we have two centers for creativity one is the sacral chakra located below the belly button and then we have the throat energy center so the sacral energy center has to do with uh, creativity proc procreation co-creation is a very important energy centers and when we're not feeling the self-worth we don't feel that we can create things or manifest things in our life 
it gets congested. Of course, you know, we are exposed to a lot of anxiety these days mm-hmm. and self-talking, very negative thoughts, a lot of fear, you know, kidneys have to do with fear and that is located in the sacral energy center. So through those emotions, emotions create biological changes and those biological changes create changes in our energy field and that's how we get congested. But the good thing about it, there is modalities that can help you to clear that energy. And one of them is energy work through Reiki. I mean, you have so many healing modalities out there. Yoga is an amazing meditation. It's very important also targeted into that area by neural beats, mm-hmm. right frequency, so essential oils that you can use. And one that I really like for the uh, sacral is the sweet orange. Mm. So you can just put a few drops and rub it into the area below your belly button. And of course, crystals, tiger eye, but we ha- there are so many different crystals that you can use. So you just can kind of lie down, put a little bit of the essential oil and put the crystal and kind of just go and relax and setting the intention of any negative energy that is located into the center to be released. Mm-hmm. So another center that is very important, especially for artists like you, is uh, the sacral, I'm, I'm sorry, the uh, throat energy center. So this is the center where we speak our truth and also those thoughts and emotions are manifested into art, are manifested into poetry, you know, singers, whenever they go through difficult situations and emotion, they express it through the zone. So it's a very important energy center because speaking you through mm-hmm. is very calming, it's very good for all of us. Okay, so how do they get congested? When we have fear of speaking our mm-hmm. truth, how are people are going to perceive our emotions or how people are going to perceive what I have to say to other people. So a good um, essential oils that we can use, I really like peppermint. You can just rub it a little bit into your throat. And I have a turquoise also Mm -hmm. that when you lie down, you just can put it on your throat. And again, you know, energy work will help, yoga, uh, a diet, blueberry for this one, for this throat energy center and for the sake of eating oranges, tangerines, wearing orange color, that's exactly what I'm wearing right now for the sacral energy center, or wearing like different crystal, like this is lapis lazuli and soda light. They're very good for the throat chakra. And this amber is an amazing crystal for the sacral energy center. So there are many things that you can do. Meditation, as you know, is very important, setting the intention to clear and having your mind in a state of being peaceful and calm. And when you reach into that point, all your centers align into your body, okay? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's especially important now after the pandemic, a lot of people feel totally off in their energy centers, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and depression. And that's really affecting the health, not only spiritual, physically, and emotionally. Yes. I love those essential oils too. I didn't know putting the uh, orange there at the sacral yes you can put a a few drops and just rub it into the area that's good to know um something i always talk about is how when i first started to express myself again through art and it became like in the beginning of my profession i created a lot of blue paintings and i realized it was related to the throat chakra because i had a hard time expressing myself and speaking my truth Mm -hmm. because of fear Mm -hmm. of judgment and what people Mm -hmm. would say and 
now it's not as much blue because I feel like I've gotten through mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. phase and there's more of a balance between colors. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's interesting to look back and to see, wow, you know, that may, and I had thyroid issues. And, oh, wow. It totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. yes, yes. So uh, it's interesting that you talk about that and bring that up. Yes, and I still have the painting, remember, that you painted of me when I just got over the, the breast cancer and when my hair started growing. So I have that beautiful painting in my in my treatment center. And by the way, it has a lot of orange and red on, into that painting. There's orange. So I was observing today the colors and, you know, orange. Yeah. Was that the one, the body art I did of you? Yeah, the body art. I also did yes, that. Yes, yeah. the body art. That was very special. Yeah, as we painted... Um, I think the the symbol, the symbol of the uh, of the, the breast cancer, yeah, the, pink. the ribbon, the pink the, ribbon. The ribbon yes. Yeah, that was a very special day. Uh, so, how can these healing modalities help creatives? What can they do for creatives? Look, when the, those energy centers, the sacral energy center and the throat energy center are clear, then all the ideas are going to flow e easier for you. So let's say you have a, an intention of doing a painting today. And let's say you want to paint the face of a woman. And at the beginning, you know, maybe if your centers are not aligned, you are doubting what colors to use or how you want to do it. So when the energy flows, you just start doing it without any issues. You just start painting. You start using the colors that you are channeling into that day and transmitting that energy into the art that you are presenting. Yeah. I love that. And how has being a healer helped you in your life? What what has it done for you? Well, it's helped me tremendously to deal with challenging situations in in my life, uh, especially the breast cancer, childhood trauma that comes from generations um, and from my family. And, uh, and as you know, my son had a very difficult situation with ADHD growing up. So that helped me also to do energy work on him and hands on and also distant healing. And it makes me very empathetic because I know a lot of people going to breast, you know, breast cancer or different type of cancer. And when you go through chemo radiation, you are so depleted. Uh, it's hard for other people to, to, to understand and perceive, you know, how difficult it is for the person and how many years sometimes it takes to fully bring your body back into um, equilibrium, you know, into balance. So it really it made me strong in a way, you know, emotionally strong and also determined to be able to help other people that are going through difficult situations. I don't, I don't think I would be in this situation having I go through all those difficult experiences that I had in my life. And as you know, every healer has like difficult situations in, right. in your life. You're an amazing healer too. So mm -hmm. all of those things make us stronger and be able to transmit all, all, all our emotions. Right. And being a healer yourself, you can work on yourself. Like, you know, <laughs> with the Reiki healing, you could put it in um, parts of your body that need the healing. And Yes, yeah, I, I do that. And I also like to go to other people i think sometimes i believe that it's nice to go to other people so you just relax and kind of like surrendering and let other people do the work so i do both nice. and i really enjoy getting reiki i really enjoy getting a massage from other people or 
any other type of uh, energy healing modality. You also took courses on pranic healing yes. as well. Is there a difference between those two, like the Reiki and pranic healing? Yeah, pranic healing works a lot into brushing the energy field of the person and channeling different colors according to uh, the disease or the issue that the person is having. And also there is always like a recipe, a protocol. So it's a lot of involved in following the recipe with uh, how do you move your hands, what colors do you channel in certain areas of the body. So it's, it's, it's very involved when it comes to, to following the recipe. I didn't know that part where you channel colors because I feel colors are very healing mm -hmm. and working with so many colors has healed me in a lot of ways. Yes, yes. So, and, and just surrounding my home with certain colors. And I've also brought this up before. I once had um, a, someone come to Feng Shui, you yes. know, my home. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said I had too much blues in mm -hmm. the house and had to balance it with more reds and mm -hmm. golds. And, and so I did that and I did feel my own energy shift and mood and uh, there was just more of a balance in my home. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I just feel like colors are so important. So it's and very, very important. Colors. Yes, yes. The colors are going to show your mood, whether you're conscious or subconscious about it, it's always going to represent. And by the way, I changed through the years my favorite colors. It used to be when I was very young, black. I don't like black anymore. I have it. I yeah. wear it once in a blue moon. <laughs> but now my favorite is like bright blues and red. So it changes, right, you know, and it goes according to situations that you go in your life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I used to wear black a lot because culturally, like being <laughs> from Iran, like that is a color that we wear. It's just considered as chic and classy. Mm -hmm. But then doing all these classes, I was taught that colors are very important for your mood and what mm -hmm. you wear affects your mood. And yes. so I started to add more colors to mm -hmm. my wardrobe mm -hmm. and I began to feel like a little bit lighter, a little mm -hmm. bit better and mm -hmm. uh, happier. So I, I really, I'm like, I'm a big believer and, and just bringing that energy, that artwork into your home that has that color. And it, it could even be uh, more grounding colors as well like if you're not into like the bright colors a lot mm -hmm. of people aren't into that colors that uh represent nature mm -hmm. you know like the greens and browns and uh light yellows so and yes that, that is very important and also you know as ayurvedic mm -hmm. the food that you eat they have colors so that's very important because according to the color of the food that you eat it also aligns your energy inside of your body um, but during um, the type of energy work that I do, I kind of evolve. I don't, I call it Reiki because a lot of people are very familiar with that word, but I use different energy healing modalities during the session because I know colors, the projection of colors, visualizations of colors are very important. You know, symbols are very important. And I also involve quantum healing mm -hmm. and so visualization of geometrical forms and being able to move those geometrical form with colors too on the classes that I took is very, very powerful to be able to open the, the energy centers. Yeah. The geometric forms. I'm fascinated <laughs> by that. I see a lot of artists now creating artwork. Which yes, is, yes. 
it's and so it's just funny. gorgeous. Um, so it, it's very appealing and you kind of get it's, um, hypnotized by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and what words of wisdom do you have for all the creative spirits out there? I think you should be able to get in touch with your own nature, your own colors, to be able to meditate, to be able to really connect with your own thoughts and emotions and feelings. Very important. Thoughts create emotions. Emotions create biological changes. And it is so important more than ever to be aware of your own thoughts. Yes. If you are totally aware of your own thought and everybody has negative thought, but the problem becomes when you, those negative thoughts linger for so long in your body and then start creating issues in your body, physical, emotional, or spiritually, or block your energy center. So be very aware what kind of thoughts you are allowing into yourself. Also, what you hear, music, what news are you listening? Who are you talking to? What books are you being exposed to? All of those information we're constantly being bombarded by that information and that really affects our thinking. And more than ever now, because we have these phones and devices with us, we're like 30 years ago, we didn't have all of this. And so we're being bombarded with yes, more news more, than ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every catastrophe that could be happening in the world, we could find it on our phones and yes. we could get updates and it's overwhelming and I can totally understand why we are a society now that's filled with anxiety and depression and just so many mental issues and fear. And fear. Yeah. So, so what I do, because I have to read the news, I have to be able <clears throat> to be aware of what's going on, but the difference, I'm not seeing the same news 24 seven and kind of like over, okay, what's happening in the world. But when I listen to something that is very negative, I say to myself, that's what I do. It's not in my energy field. It's not in my timeline. Whether it's going to happen or not, there is out of my control. But as, as of now, I choose not to feed into the fear. Right. And that's what I do because it could happen. But I'm not, I'm not playing the narrative of fear anymore. Right. And I think that's so important as a creative to step out of that fear mm -hmm. so you could create... Mm -hmm. the beauty you really want to yes. and um, put that good energy into the world because people exactly. can feel it. They look mm -hmm. at your artwork mm -hmm. and they could sense the um, emotions that's of course, coming yes, through very it. Important. Uh, some people in my earlier work saw some of the pieces. They said it looks like these massive waves and a storm that's happening and it could have been something, some feelings that I went through at mm -hmm. the time mm -hmm. that were inside of me. Uh, but that's also their interpretation. My interpretation could be different. Yours could be different. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it still am amidst this feeling. So I totally agree with you. Thank yeah. you for that. Uh, so where can people find you and your work and if they want to contact you and have a healing mm -hmm. session with you? and to help with their creativity or whatever it is that they need mm -hmm. at that moment. Okay, I have a website and my website is Irma Wilson, Y-R-M-A Wilson, or you can find me on Instagram and Facebook too. So you go into my, to my website, I offer different type of energy healing modalities 
and for anxiety, for depression, one for cutting energetic cords. So you are able to pick whatever suits your needs at this time. I also offer a free uh, 15 minutes free energy consultation. I think that is important because I think it's important that you talk to the person and kind of like connect and ask your questions, kind of like feel if that energy is compatible with yours. So I would suggest to do that. And then if you think uh, I can help you, I'll go ahead and, you know, make the appointment. Uh, and I have been to you several times. My husband has. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend Irma. She's amazing. And um, yes, we've been friends for years, but she's also been a great healer of mine. And um, you also introduced me to another healer of ours, Andrea, Andrea. who's been amazing. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, so thank you for being here with me today. I, we've been wanting to do this for a while, nice for so it's nice to finally have it done. And um, yeah, it was beautiful. It was a great interview. Thank and you. thank you, Cheryl, for giving me the opportunity. I'm, I'm so happy today because I read this morning you have done 100 podcasts. Ooh, I was so excited <laughs> for you. So thank, thank you. Thank you. you for being here today. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Yeah, I think this yours will be probably 101. Okay, why not? I like that number. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to today's Creative Spirits podcast. If you would like to get to know me better, you can go to my website, CherylBenji.com, or follow me on Instagram at CherylBenji underscore art. If you would like a creative coaching session with me, please contact me through my website. You can also join my Creative Spirits Facebook group or Saturday Night Live Art Shows Facebook group. Please follow and share with anyone that might be interested in this podcast. It would mean the world to me. I believe in the butterfly effect and spreading the good vibes into the universe. You never know who you will impact by sharing. Love and light and magic always.